When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, gang, you are listening to Lisa Marie Barron, formerly known as WWE Victoria, formerly known as Phoenix Sarah, and you are listening to In the Room. And if you are not, I am going to squeeze myself through my speaker into your room and give you a widow's peak, if you're lucky. <laughs> Sure. 
Yeah, it's being cold. Uh, <laughs> but not as cold as it's going to be once I start bringing on these callers. Uh, we also oh, have... I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> we also have Maniac Mac Grimm with us. Uh, <laughs> Oh, hmm. I'm out of ideas. What's going on? How you doing? Um, I'm doing better than the Philly audience that got denied their uh, their cage match last night. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. Yeah. That was an interesting yep. show. It was an interesting show. Um, I, I kind of felt like I was magically transported back to, like, 2008. You know, you forget how many great wrestlers are on a show when they spend so much time with silly skits and stuff like that, you know? Um, to be clear, I, I, I thought that the... Um, I thought that the Bloodline stuff is really good. It's killing me that they're doing this slow split with Sami Zayn and that they're, they've choreographed it so well now that, like, it's pretty obvious to almost anybody what's going to happen, and that sucks. I was hoping that they would uh, leave some room for maybe keeping them on board, if that's really kind of what everybody wants to see. And it seems to me like that's what everybody wants to see. So that was that was a little disappointing there, I, I have to admit. Um, yeah, the canceled cage match, that was something. Um I think a lot of people thought Judgment Day, the talk of maybe like splitting up the tag team titles again, not necessarily something that I needed to see, but I, I think a lot of people were disappointed because it kind of seemed like that's where it was headed with Judgment Day. Again, not happening, you know. Uh, the DX stuff, it made no sense with Kurt Angle. I'm, uh, th- yeah, they got to get rid of the nonsense. It- it's, that show felt like a Vince McMahon show. Yes, it did. That Bloodline segment, though, you got to admit, that was compelling TV with Sammy and the Usos. Roman, my God. It, I mean, I'm on board with wow. it. Yeah. I, again, my only complaint with it is just from a creative standpoint. I don't want to see them paint themselves into a corner where they have to split Sammy and the group. I'd rather them kind of leave it where it could go either way for a little while in the hopes that they're going to change their mind. That's my only complaint with it. And and, and that moment with Undertaker and Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight, oh, my gosh. What a segment. That's, a, that's something I think we'll be talking about for a while because it kind of felt like a, a little bit of a passing of the torch there. Wouldn't it be something if they kept Undertaker around for a little while and kind of um, – Goose him as like a mentor for Bray Wyatt. That'd be great. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. Um, my only it, yeah. thing was, if you're finally doing the stuff between Bray Wyatt and the Undertaker, like we've been talking about for so long, why the hell was he the American badass? He hasn't been the American badass in. Almost 20 years. Was yeah. it that? I, I, first of all, I always thought the gimmick was stupid. I, I know people want to kill me for saying that, but... You know, 
they spend so well, much time building up the supernatural Undertaker, and then they have him. Oh, now he's just a big fat guy that rides a motorcycle. I just never. I don't know. I just not my thing. Well, the meme makers have had a field day with the uh, the whispering to Undertaker to Bray Wyatt in that segment of what he mm-hmm. said. It's been hilarious. Yeah. All the memes. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I can, you know, I know I saw a couple of them, but for the life of me, I can't remember one. I can't. Like, um, one said, I think you, where's my hundred dollars you owe me or something? Or, and there's one that said, uh, my uh, tombstone bring all the bones to the yard. And all that <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. And by the way, if you're talking about the money, um, the, the, the segment with uh, the million dollar man where he loses the money and then and then IRS comes along and takes it all back from Corbin, masterfully done. Yeah. Felt like real, a little too real, but it felt good. It was a. Uh, it was funny. That was a stupid segment I can get behind. <laughs> Here's the other one I found interesting. And this is just based purely on, on supposedly, a, well, it's a rumor. I'm sure that there's a little bit of fire where the smoke comes in. Uh, but they really didn't prominently feature any women on the show other than in that steel cage match segment and the Bianca. Right? Um, they spent all this time talking about all these great moments in history with the women and stuff like that. And not one of these classic women other than Medusa was on the show. And and I found that really interesting. I did. And even Medusa, I think she only really played poker. I don't really think she did much of anything else. So She almost won the game. <laughs> she almost won. She did almost win the game. She did almost win the game. I have to assume that all those women weren't on the show because they're going to have to bring them back for the Royal Rumble, which to me is counterproductive because you spent so much time building up all these women to where you've got so many now that you don't need all these legends. So what was the point? If that if that rumor is true, then like does that mean that we're is that another Vince McMahon thing? We're going to get away from all these NXT women now, and it's going to be you know Trish and Lita and and. Uh, Molly Holly and Victoria. Is it going to be all these women from the past instead of all these women that we kind of want to see from the future? To me, Matt, that's like the biggest like Vince McMahon thing there is. It's always well, like looking I mean, at the past. Yeah, and the sad thing, as cool as that intro tape was that they rolled at the start of the show – yeah, It highlighted what I still think is a critical problem for WWE right now in that if you sold me a WWE game tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, I would not be selecting many people from the modern era anytime I booted up the game. I would be picking Austin. I'd be picking The Rock. I'd be picking Randy Savage. Um I'd be picking, like, all the classic people, yeah, like, all the classic people that you're putting in them, because the modern, and I'm not saying that that the people that they have on the roster don't have the talent to be that. I'm saying the way that the product is presented is they don't have the opportunity to ever be that. Like, who on the modern roster, aside from Roman Reigns and maybe Drew McIntyre, would make a highlight reel like that 20 years from now, 30 years from now? 
Who would be on? Um, what memorable moments like are there really? I mean, I, I guess Owens doing the whole Austin thing. <laughs> I mean, kind of just imitating what a more popular guy did 25 years before you. Like, yeah, I don't know. Is that going to be good enough 30 years from now to make that highlight reel? I mean, for my money, it isn't. But what do I know? <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I'm not seeing anything that like Roman Reigns is doing that's going to make the highlight reel either. So, right, yeah, frankly, it's the whole yeah. bloodline storyline. It's not just Roman. Um, yeah. Something yeah. else about about the blood, and and I agree with Stro in that it was compelling television. But I one Paul Heyman suddenly turning on Sami Zayn when he was squarely in Sammy's corner on SmackDown this past week. Right. That was odd. And furthermore, like, the fact that the, the bloodline's supposed to be bad. And I think the crowd cheers for Sammy because on some level, they understand that Sammy is being used by these people and they want to see him be okay. Mm-hmm. But here that here's everybody cheering for him to be accepted into the bloodline, which is a faction that we're supposed to be booing. It's like it's just it's a little bit messy. It's almost like maybe the Usos are almost turning into baby faces at this point. And Roman is the heel leader who's kind of forcing everyone to stay in that vein, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just there the bloodline is in a weird spot where they're not – I mean, they're pretty clearly heels. I mean, it, it, but there are some baby-faced things that occasionally yeah. are attributed to them. So it's – I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to see people want to – like cheering to see Sammy be accepted by this heel faction that is on the surface obviously just using him. Well, I, I, I think part of the reason – uh, I'm sorry. Would it be – Something if Ball Heyman revealed that he's bipolar. I mean, what an angle that would be. <laughs> I don't think we'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Sabu and Rob Van Dam charge the ring and attack Roman Reigns while his back is turned. <laughs> I, I think part of the reason that's why people are liking the bloodline, because it calls back to the attitude era where like those lines were kind of blurred. And honestly, I like think sort of DX NWO line. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, like DX should be doing a better job of being, if not likable heels, than despicable good guys. You know, I I, I, mean, I, it, I think it, it's, that's why the bloodline works because, in my opinion, um, because we're all secretly kind of cheering them on. As they walk that line. Yeah. Can you imagine DX yeah. trying to make a reunion reunion uh, years later in the old folks' home? <laughs> da, 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 da. That'd, be, that'd be something. They have all the orderlies around them. And the orderlies <laughs> would be around them. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Take off your top. Oh, God, put it back. Uh. <laughs> and you know somehow Mae Young would be involved even though she's gone uh, it would just have to be but, uh, I've yeah, always no, wanted to be DX Mae Young with the shirt yeah. 
<laughs> really, Kurt? Because you are around them for a long time and never once expressed interest in joining that group. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he let them know that he didn't like them in no uncertain terms. <laughs> sure. I was hoping Gunther would have like chopped Hunter. one. <laughs> I was hoping Gunther would have chopped one and they all fall down at the same time. Yeah. That makes me and, and, and I know because what we're doing is a little ridiculous in a way. Because we're trying to apply logic to a show that hasn't really had logic in so long. But why the hell did Kurt Angle come out prepared not just with a DX shirt, but with a referee shirt underneath that? Yeah, that's... How could he have possibly foreseen that ambush? Yeah. That's the kind of stuff about their about their production that that still bothers me, and I don't know if I, I have no backstage inside knowledge. I don't know if Vince has got his his grubby little paws on aspects of the product again, but it's that was something out of the Vince McMahon playbook. Stage something that doesn't make sense, and then play it off as it just a happy accident. Right. <laughs> yes. Seth Rollins is a straight prophet. What a what a motley crew that was. <laughs> like when it's just thrown together with like nothing behind it. Just so yeah, bizarre. But, but acting like it's natural and normal, like that would happen any week. Yep. It was weird. Uh, it, it was definitely weird. And and I'm not going so far as to say that Vince McMahon is running creative again. But I'm wondering if they're not starting like if people aren't seeing the writing on the wall. And kind of going in the direction that they think that Vince would want them to go. Versus like before, where like it was clear cut that Hunter was in charge. And nobody had to worry about Vince McMahon's preferences. Because, you know, we can go in our own direction. We can take this where it really needs to go. And now now it feels like there's, whether it's Vince's hand or an invisible hand, there's definitely something... That's been pulling them back a little bit. Just, I mean, just my thoughts, but it's disappointing. It's surprising. It is, and it is yeah. disappointing because, yeah, I mean, it's like it, that show was, that show last night was entertaining in fits and spurts, but it wasn't good, and it just it. It just reminded me of a lot of the problems that have plagued Raw for the past 20 years or so. I mean, yeah. Why couldn't Brock Lesnar be the one to come in the cage match and F5 uh, Becky Lynch on top of Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they didn't want that feud. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. you, have, you have three hours a week just on Raw. You could really use that to highlight that. I, yeah. There's just there's, there's a lot wrong. Yeah. And and who got highlighted last night? Nobody. Like people who have not wrestled in years to decades and you know, like Austin Theory's in the main event and I mean I don't know. I know people like him, but, like, I just – I don't see it yet. Um, yeah. 
I mean, if he's supposed to be an irritating heel who just wins matches by happy accident, well, yeah, he's got that down pat. But, like, you know, from a storytelling perspective, he, he's not proving that he can win anything. Um, yeah. And I don't know, sticking him out there against people who are so much more accomplished at this point. I don't know. I mean, and, and it was telegraphed. The, the writing was on the wall with, like, oh, it's a new D2 match. Well, okay, somebody's going to interfere and cost Bobby Lashley the, the win then, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah, because it's predictable. Um, here's another one yep. to, to, to kind of take it back to your, you know, the whole Shades of Grey thing like we were talking about. Um, am I supposed to like Bray Wyatt and hate Eli Drake? L.A. Knight, I mean, sorry, L.A. Knight. Um, because I felt like they went out of their way to kind of do that last night. And I don't see what could ever make Bray Wyatt the baby face in this scenario. I have a real hard time with that. And I know it's something we talked about before when he was the demon and people were supposed to be cheering him. It's, it's, it's a worse miscast than when the Miz was good. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, People should be behind L.A. Knight because he's charismatic, he's good-looking, he's a decent wrestler. He calls people... He called Bray Wyatt out on his BS. Nobody does that, you know? And Bray Wyatt, meanwhile, is the guy that's attacking people. Um, He's the guy that, uh, like, he slapped him. He's the guy that's possessing people. He's the guy that's interfering. And just the whole thing has just been, like, I, I don't understand what level of writing we're talking about where Bray Wyatt is the good guy in this scenario. Other than the fact that The Undertaker whispered in his ear. Which, like, to me, shouldn't The Undertaker have, like, helped L.A. Knight hit Bray Wyatt with something and then, like, pat L.A. Knight on the back and walk away? Is that the way it shouldn't have been? Am I... I You know, like in Zoolander, like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I do. I I agree with you, and I think the company is backing the wrong horse in this feud. Um, L.A. Knight has this kind of quality to him that almost reminds me of, like... I can't believe I'm about to say this. That almost reminds me of The Rock in like nineteen late nineteen ninety seven and into nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Just like the way the way he talks about other people and, and like the disrespect, the way he carries himself. Um, <laughs> so it's it's just it's bizarre to me that they would get behind Bray Wyatt. I mean, like, look, I. Bray's been back since what, October? He hasn't had a match yet. No. Uh, like, I suspect Saturday isn't going to be much of a match either. I love the yeah, LA Knight with Taker when he said, uh, you're right. That locker room is especially that big old softy brick wire. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know when you're getting Bray Wyatt in a match, but I don't see it really happening anytime. This match is going to be something in the dark. It's going to be special effects and probably all these characters interfering. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it's going to end up being. That's what I'm thinking. It really is. Can you ma- can you imagine this leading up to WrestleMania with uh, uh, Uncle Howdy Ray Wyatt match? <laughs> oh God! Uh, I don't even know. Uh, 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 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. Uh, let, let's start out. We'll, we'll go to Tennessee. Uh, we, we've got <laughs> we've got Patty. <laughs> What's going on, Patty? How you doing tonight? I was just kind of hanging out, listening to everybody talking. Chilling like a villain? Yeah. Huh? Nothing. Just nothing. hanging yeah. out. Just hanging out. Yeah, and, and you're listening yeah. to us. Well, I appreciate that, that you're listening to us. I Sometimes I wonder why anybody <laughs> listens to us. But the numbers have been way up, yeah. which is really cool. Um, we've had a lot of kind of organic growth the last couple months, which is it's just really neat to see. Um, but, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was watching Mark Henry on uh, AEW the other day, and um, I thought of you. He looks so happy to be mm-hmm. there. I'm thinking they must be paying him a crap lot of money to say two lines every week. I don't know. He, he does a little intro, and then he said, well, that's enough huh? talk. It's time for the main yeah. event. Oh, <laughs> the main event. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> He's loving life. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I'll uh, never tell. <laughs> I'm glad he oh. found some happiness after May Young passed on. I, you know, I was worried about yeah. it because that's a long time. That's a that's a lifetime he's got to live now, Matt. You know. Yeah. 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 Young guy like that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of AEW, how crazy is that that Jay Briscoe? Well, I mean, they're talking about, and, and and I can't decide if it's true or not. I I really am starting to hate the newsletters, like the dirt sheets, in a lot of ways, because like, basically, it's just different dirt sheets arguing with each other about what's true and what isn't. And then you always have yeah. to wait to see it play out. So nobody ever breaks anything. Like, you know, Mark Briscoe's competing right. on Dynamite. You know, they finally lifted the ban. Mark Briscoe's competing on Dynamite. Other 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 dirt sheet says, no, the ban is still there. He's not competing on Dynamite. Meanwhile, they have a graphic for it. Did somebody just make a graphic just for the hell of it? It doesn't. They have an opponent I mean, picked out, and this is all made up? It w- it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world if that was just made up. I know. What does the dirt sheets do? They make stuff up. You know? I mean, I'm still waiting for Sasha Banks to go to AEW three weeks ago. <laughs> you know? Well, I know. I forgot. Sasha Banks is already on the WWE roster and will debut at Survivor Series in Boston. I forgot. Mm. Man, these dirt sheets are good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Patty, oh, I don't forget the, the old Saudi Arabia thing. One of these. What's that? <laughs> don't don't forget the Saudi Arabia thing. Mm. Y- yeah. Yeah, it's not even like they're giving us good news and walking away. They're just like dropping bombshells and then like, oh, yeah. And then they just delete it and not even say like, oh, we were wrong about that. No. Oh, yeah, no, no retraction, no anything. Right. Yeah, like what kind of journalism <laughs> is that? This is the kind of stuff Four. Donald Trump was complaining about, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's so, uh, at least at least Dave Meltzer back in the day, he would have enough balls to say, "Well, they changed the plan when I leaked it." They don't even try that anymore. Man, oh, Patty, what are we gonna do? Who me? No, what are we gonna? No telling what I'm. No telling what I'm gonna be doing. <sighs> yeah, we got, we gotta suck it up and eat their crap. And smile. Yeah. And crap and smile. A crap-eaten grin, as they say. Like <laughs> somebody say I'm a picking, or the other one saying I'm a grinning. Well, I'm both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> That was a saying from a show called Hee Haw. Oh, Hee Haw, okay. Had Buck Owens and Roy Clark on it. Okay. Buck Owens sounds like he'd be the newest signee on NXT. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) His real name would be like Owen Beckinson, and they call him Buck Owens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, then when it comes to the main roster, they just call him Beck because there's already a Kevin Owens. They don't want people to be confused. But that would be after eight years on NXT pushing him as Beck Owens. Oh. That's the way these things yeah. work. It's just smart. You know, it's just smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In case you can't tell, I'm a little bitter that I wasn't able to get a, a ticket to the show because my guy got fired or let go or whatever, quit. I don't even know. <laughs> so you never never got any clarification on that? I've got nothing. Radio silence. Oh. I'm just hoping That's that they're still figuring stuff out. Yeah. It was disappointing. Oh, Patty. Well, this has been fun. Um, yeah. Patty, what's the farthest mm. you've ever gone for a wrestling show? Who, me? Yeah. No. Do you go to I wrestling I really shows? don't know. Okay. Huh? Nothing. Nothing. Mm. It's great talking to you. You're, you're a good egg. Love you. <laughs> okay. Call back again. I, I love talking to you. Ah. Alright. Everybody, I, what I want you guys to do right now is I want you to um, take a really deep breath. Really kind of suck in that oxygen. 
Because I'm about to put a a vacuum out there. It's going to take all the air out of the room very quickly. Malcolm Mania, what's going on, pal? How you doing? Brady, I want you to hear this, okay? 39 years ago, last night. Thirty-nine years. And, and, and track and field and any and the only wrestler ever to get his 
picture on the cover of Sports Illustrated, wrestling's top banana. You know, and he's still wrestling's top. He'll always be wrestling's top banana to me. You know, uh, Did you, everybody can, uh, you know, you know what Gorilla Monsoon used to say, often imitated but never duplicated. Your world's heavyweight champion what Hulk Hogan. do when Malka made that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what everyone wants to hear. Did you see Hulk Hogan on Raw last night? Yeah, I saw him. But you know what? I, I liked it better back in the eighties with when he ripped the T shirt and, and I was yeah. at the Arco Arena uh several times I saw him I saw him wrestle King Harley Race in May of eighty seven. Me and Mike went I sat back in the third all the way at the top, all the way to the back, worst seat. But man, I was up chilling, cheering and the Usher said yeah, he said to my brother, get that guy a straight jack. He's pumped, man. He's like, <laughs> I saw Bobby Heenan and I saw King Harley Race and, 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 and Hogan came out and I just went bananas. Uh, no pun intended. One thing I will say about Hulk Hogan, Matt, I, I mean, yeah, I, I was watching him on Raw last night and, like, I understand, like, the whole thing with, like, Jimmy Hart, his manager, his longtime friend. We can, they're buddies now. But I would just love to see Hulk Hogan crotch Jimmy Hart on the rope one last time and just shake it up and down <laughs> and watch Jimmy fall to it. Just once. I, I, it would, I mean, it's terrible because they're both in their 90s now or 80s or whatever. But I, I, would, yeah. I, I, would, I would love that just one more time. Uh, Brady, it, it could happen because I remember back when uh, the commentators, Gorilla Monsoon and, and me, Gene Ogerlin, uh, they were always talking about the megaphone and and uh, remember when Piper took on Adonis and and he, and, and Piper t- rammed Adonis into Jimmy Hart about three times and 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 girl, he said, get that little right and I was like you know but Jimmy made it fun now Jimmy Jimmy was the only manager to win a battle royal he he was wearing long red underwear and he was hanging he was hiding underneath the ring and he comes out towards the end of the match, and he ends up winning the Battle Royal. That was classic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I like, I guess, I think, Brady, I like Jimmy Hart. I've been several times. Me too. I, I, I was Jimmy, a big Jimmy fan. You know. And but, I loved his song. I loved Eat Your Heart Out, Rick Springfield, and I loved uh, Crank It Up for the Young Stallions, Jimmy Powers and Paul Roma that he sang. Girls in Cars. Jimmy, Jimmy had a good So many good ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hunka, hunka, and he was hunka, so entertaining well. like Bobby. He was so entertaining for you like that. Bobby Tina. Yeah. Hi? <laughs> I'm just playing around. Well, no, I, I, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, since it's the anniversary of Hulk Hogan winning the title from the Iron Sheik, I, I should mention that my mom wanted my birthday left. I, I'm a Valentine's Day boy, so, like, you know, my mom wants my birthday left. So I, I asked for a pair of Iron Sheik boots with the horns. I, I think that would be amazing. <laughs> Just in time for like the snow. And, and Brady, have you been to Hogan's Beach Shop yet at all? Uh, no, I haven't. I've had friends that were there, but I, I haven't been to at all. When you come down here, you've got to go through it on the way down to Fort Lauderdale. you got to stop in Orlando, and it's on International Drive. It's across, across from the Rosen Hotel. There's a Burger King next to it on the it's street. It's in Orlando? I it's thought got, it was in Tampa. Well, they have um, one in Clearwater, but the one I've been to, I haven't been to the one in Clearwater yet. Oh, okay. But that's where Hogan has his main restaurant. 
But he's actually got the green belt when he beat the Iron Sheik. It's in the glass case when you walk when you oh, go in there. You have the register it's right there. Okay, that's but, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, so I I've never been there, and I think I'm going to Orlando in a couple months, so I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, I I did go to Jerry Lawler's restaurant in Memphis. That was a lot of fun. But I'm not sure oh, yeah. he's a wrestling fan. I don't think you get a lot out of it, you know. Brady, he has he has an actual Batmobile in there, doesn't he? Uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember that. But he does have the, <laughs> he does have the throne from when he was the king. Yeah, I, I I met him in Las Vegas and I had to ruin it holding up the uh, Los Angeles Las Vegas Traders flag. <laughs> Las Vegas Traders. <laughs> Can't help it, Matt. When your team moves on you uh, once, that's something. But when they move on you twice, it's like it, it's like they cut a part piece of heart out of you, Matt. And uh, it's a, they're a bunch they're a bunch of mercenaries. They're a bunch of mercenaries. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the worst part oh, is they're not even like they're not even that good usually. Like they, they, they no. always like I, it's well, you know, like, Brady, I, I, I think they're the most schizophrenic team today. Not only can't they win games, they can't figure out which city they want to play in. <laughs> I know, I know. See, like I see if I were them, what I would do is I would figure out how like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and like the Los Angeles Rams, like how do they have teams every year where they don't have to use a salary cap? They can just sign whoever they want. And, and I think they should no, be no. looking at like how they're paying players under the table and that's how they're able to cheat. And like, you know, especially last year, not so much this year, but I feel like the Raiders should be able to sign anybody from the past. And you know what, Brady? They should have me run that team. Nobody knows the Raiders like me. Oh, my God. That'd be insane. You would know, like, stuff about their history that they don't even know, like last year stuff. <laughs> I'm not excited at that. I really would. Bill Little <laughs> said that they should give me, and Cliff Branch said they should give Malcolm a shot at running this team. But, <sighs> <laughs> oh, Brady, speaking of football, I want to yeah. wish the Eagles luck. Uh, good luck this week. Um, and I'm really pulling the team I'm pulling for the most. Don't take offense to this, Brady, but I'm pulling for the Cincinnati Bengals. They've lost three Super Bowls. I'd like to see them win it just once. You know, no offense to anybody, but that's just how I feel. I'd, I'd like to see everybody win it at least once, you know. Well, sure, I can understand that. I, I, I yeah. have nothing against the Bengals at all, you know. it's uh, uh, So long as their interests don't conflict with my own, you know, I'm I'm fine with it. So, I, I, yeah, I, I got a feeling, I got a real feeling that this could be the Bengals' year. Just kind of looking at yeah, the, team, the way that they manhandled the Bills like that, like yeah, if it weren't if it weren't for um, I can't even think of his name. That the, the, the poor kid that suffered the um, you know, yeah, the catastrophic. Yeah, uh, yeah, like if it weren't for that the Bengals probably would have been first in the conference because they were winning that game. And they clearly know and, how to beat the Bills, and they've already beaten the Chiefs, who have the number one seed. They're, I, I honestly think they're probably the best team in the NFL. But with that oh, said, yeah. you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm very excited for the Eagles, and um, it would be great to see them kind of go back oh, in a couple of years now. 
Brady, I didn't watch the games, but I watched the highlights. Eagles looked really good, 28 to nothing at the half. I was like, whoa. Malcolm, I was there. I was running the stairs and doing push-ups. <laughs> right. Yeah, I uh, find the other fan. Push-pop, that's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. I tell you what, and I the team that lost. Not different. The totally team that different. lost last week. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, that's Trina's husband, Bobby. He's a big Dallas Cowboy fan. So if Bobby's listening to this, uh, Bobby, better luck next year. And I, I'm going to tell Bobby I got his back next year because yeah, I, I wasn't really I, in the I football. don't want to wish Bobby any luck. <laughs> yeah, I like know. things just the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't me. That wasn't me, Brady. That was just I'm a good friend of Bobby. and, and I, I know. Was, I know. Uh, yes, done support. Yeah. I don't have a favorite team anymore unless the Raiders go back to Oakland. Uh, I may go out for a baseball game in Oakland just to stand there and say only Oakland Raiders. <laughs> what, if, what if they went to Los Angeles? Would that be all right? No, no, no. I want it back in Oakland. Okay. If they don't go back to Oakland, I don't want. I don't want it. I remember Phil Villapiano back in '79. Um, he was get. Um, Al Davis was considered moving the Raiders to Los Angeles, and he was getting drunk in the bar. And he told Al he wasn't going to move uh, to Los Angeles if they moved. And, and yeah. the next the next day he was traded to Buffalo for Bob Chandler. Let's <laughs> <That's gone>. call <laughs> How many times have the Raiders moved now? Is it four, five? No, they've only, as far as I know, they've only moved two times. They, they moved to L.A. in 82, and then they moved. I was in basic training, and I was excited about getting season tickets. And then, you know, I get out in September and they're down in Los Angeles. That really hurt me. And then they're down there for 13 yeah. years, and then 95 to come back to Oakland. And then they they say everybody yeah. they're going to move to Las Vegas, you know. And like, so. So, so they moved to L.A., they moved back to Oakland, so they moved three times. Okay. It felt like more. Yeah, it seems like it, but I don't know. They just uh, – well, when they started out in the AFL, they played at Frank Ewell Field, and they played at yeah. Kizar Stadium and another stadium. They played at three different stadiums where they built the Oakland Coliseum Arena uh, in 1968. They playing in that okay. stadium. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Um, Papa Stro, I want to tell you I missed your show Thursday, but if I had favorite feuds – my favorite WWF feud would be Rowdy Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan. My favorite tag team in the WWF would be uh, the British Bulldogs and the Hart Foundation. And Intercontinental Map would be Tito Santana and Greg Dammer Valentine. In the NWA, it would be um, it would be Ric Flair and Sting. And then uh, it, for tag teams, it would be the Steiner brothers against anybody. I love the Steiner brothers, the Steiner line, the Steiner required, the Bulldog, uh, the Steiner's rock to me. <laughs> well, don't worry. We're having a part two this week, this Thursday. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll see if I can call in. Awesome. My, my favorite and, feud of all time is Dawes Vunderkin versus The Wall. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, Brady, also, I want to send out um, my best wishes to um, to this new church I'm going to, Delaney Baptist Church, uh, a few blocks okay. up. 
I've been going two weeks in a row, and Pastor Michael Clifford, if you ever want to come down here and go to a service, this guy is one of the best preachers I've ever known. He doesn't wear three-piece suits. He's like down to earth. He even wears a beard. He looks kind of like Burl Ives, you know, the actor. You know, but Michael Clifford, Michael Clifford can tell a story. He was telling a story about the Disney movie Up, and he was describing it. And I, I went up to him. I said, who needs Cisco and Ebert when you can describe a movie like that, you know? So. Good deal. Oh, and Mike yeah. had something to do, so he's going to try and call in next week. Um, yeah, yeah, he messaged that. me. Yeah, he oh, messaged me. Oh, and Papa happy birthday. Uh, you got a birthday coming up this week, so happy birthday. Okay. Yeah, the 26th of January, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Right. Yeah, I remember that because I, uh, I was in North Charleston last year, and I called him up on, on Retro, and he said, oh, my birthday was yesterday. And I'm like – I was I was at Red Crab or something like that, and I was telling him I was eating shrimp, and and the waitress was waiting on me, and she was uh, she was treating me like a king. So I mean, I told Papa Joe, I said, I wish you were here because I'd buy you dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Brady, Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, I I I think Mr. McMahon, if he's listening. Thank you, Vince, uh, for one of the greatest eras to me as a wrestling fan, Rowdy, Roddy Piper, and Hulk Hogan. Would you look at Vince McMahon and say, thank you, sir, may I have another? Uh, No, I would tell him, thank you, Mr. McMahon, for everything you've done. Yeah. I've always liked everything, but I would like – I would like it if I could go back in time and, and go to an event and see him with Jesse Ventura on a Saturday night's main event because he broke me up and with Bruno San Martino yeah. too. Those are the good old days before we knew what Jersey yeah. people were in real life. <laughs> I actually I, I like Jesse Ventura a lot. I, I do. Love just I that told Ronnie Howard today Jesse had a favorite saying and Gorilla Monsoon used to tell him when they were announcing he goes Oh, Jess, it's like you always say, win if you can, cheat if you must, but always – or win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's been adopted many times over the years. Yeah. Awesome. Great talking to you, brother. Yeah, it's always good talking to you, Brady and Sterling, Maniac Matt. So. And the first lady of the OC Nation, Kathy, tell her I said hello. Give her a hug for me. Yes, yeah. She had to head out a little early, but I will make sure to pass it along. Okay. Love you, brother. If you want to meet me in Fort Lauderdale next month, just let me know. I'll see if I get down there. I'll be down the 15th, unless I call out sick because there's a parade. But that's very presumptuous (laughs) of me, so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Love you, brother. Bye, baby. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's let's take a commercial break right now, uh, mostly because I got to use a little boys' room. But nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in. On the other side, we'll continue this uh, fascinating discussion. We'll take more calls, and and we got Howard coming up as well. So uh, yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. It's in the room, the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Be right back. 
Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it will take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. You know. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. We're still after, and once again, we're speaking here with 
Bruno Sammartino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, with the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Like the beat, beat, beat of the tum-tum When the jungle shadows fall Like the tick-tick-tock of the state Lee clock as it stands. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Back to In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here. I've got uh, Stro. I've got Matt Howard. I'll bring on in one second. But before we kind of jump back, and, and by the way, Dustin's on the line, and it looks like a couple other callers as well. But before we kind of jump into things, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, well, this Thursday night, WCW Retro Returns, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ReviewsConnection.com, part two of Favorite Feuds Over the Years. If you have a favorite feud in wrestling you'd like to share and discuss with us, please call on. It should be a good time. Looking forward to it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got uh, Howard Morgan joining us once again on the line. What, what's going on, Howard? How are you doing tonight? Not much, man. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Howard! Chilling. We're just chilling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did you uh, did you catch any of that 30th anniversary show, Howard? Yeah, I, I, I caught some of it. I was... Less than impressed, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Just there was there was there was moments that were really good, and then and then there were other moments. Well, you're scratching your head, among other things. Yeah, you know, I I think the whole DX thing was was a little bit corny. I think it would have been better if they left maybe Kurt Angle in the back and brought him out as special guest referee instead of doing the whole thing that they did with him wearing nine t-shirts underneath and it, it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> they never even said what the test was. Now, maybe it was a test to see if the rest of us would keep watching it. Probably, probably. Yeah, in the words of Stanley Spadowski of UHF fame, stupid! <laughs> it's so stupid. 
1885. The people are, are calling for it. We're, we're going to bring them on right now. We have Dustin joining us. What's, what's going on, Dustin? How you doing, brother? No, not much. What's, uh, what's the word on the street? Hall. Oh, not much, really. Um, I'm, I'm in San Antonio for Royal Rumble Week. Oh, and you're going to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's back home. Yeah. Now, do you have yeah. tickets, or are you gonna just kind of free ball? No, nah, I no, I got, I got, I got some really good seats. So, who are you going with? Just me. Just you. Yeah, I got oh, some real good seats up close, like real, uh, like like almost by ringside. Mm. Okay. You think? Are, are you on the hard cam side? Like, are we gonna be able to see you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on the side. Yeah, I mean, it's on that. It's right, It's close to the ring. I got like three rows up in the center. Okay. Okay. So. That's cool. Mm. That's cool. I assume yep. all these tickets are write-offs for you or something. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I only go to certain shows like uh, like Royal Rumble is a big one, and then uh, I will be I'll be I will be in Los Angeles for WrestleMania week. So for the week, ah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be down okay. there for for the for uh, the Hall of Fame, SmackDown, uh, 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 NXT, of WrestleMania, huh? NXT. Yes, NXT and then the Raw After Mania. So yeah, I'll be there all week. Mm. What about the NXT After Mania? Uh, well, no, uh, no, uh, that's in Orlando, so no. Okay. No, I no, I, I'm going to the Takeover show, so that's gonna be a good one. Uh, actually, the one that's happening uh, coming up uh, next weekend should be really good. I'll give hmm. you twenty bucks if you take over their Takeover. No, I'm good. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> We're taking over. Well, well you know, uh, Brady, I'm just getting ready. I'm just getting ready for Seth Rollins to turn heel again because it's coming. Now, did you book Seth Rollins as a heel in your company in the in the game? No, no, uh uh-uh. uh. You know, no. no. Uh, no, I'm just saying in real life, uh, I just know what's coming. He's, he's fixing a turn because Cody Rose is going to be back, and, and uh, he's going to be uh, – Cody and Seth's going to be healed, so I already know. You know, last night when Seth Rollins came out, did, did you watch Raw last night? Yes, I did. Uh, I was really you upset know, about the Becky – I was upset about the Becky Lynch match being scrapped at the time. Before we talk about Becky Lynch, so Seth Rollins comes out, and they were like, it's a shame he doesn't have two tag team partners to take on Imperium. There was a part of me that was wondering if Dean Ambrose was going to come out. I mean, I haven't seen that guy in like three years now. Well, he's known as John Moxley now. Oh. Oh, that's John Moxley? Wait, they're the same yeah. person? No. Yes. No, no John Moxley. John Moxley has appeared. Moxley's all shredded, and then Dean is like kind of like skinny and wiry. Yeah. It's actually the same person, Brady, you know. 
no way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So John Moxley, Dean, Dean Ambrose are the same person. Yes, so, yes. Okay, but I thought Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were the same person, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was kind of upset that they had the street problems team with Seth last night. <laughs> well, who would, who, who would you have liked to team with them? Well, uh, well, honestly, I mean, no, anybody except the Street Profits. Anybody? Yeah, anybody except the Street Profits. Okay. Well, Well, I would like to see. Yeah. I would like to see. uh, I would like to see Johnny Organo or or, and Dexter Loomis or somebody like that team with Seth last night. Like, that'd be awesome to see them team together. Boy, Gargano has not had a uh, has not had a great return overall. I think he's hurt. Yeah, hurt. Yeah, he has like a like something something with a knee. I heard he's supposed to be out quite a while. So I heard he pulled his groin. Now that was bad. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. It's a knee injury. He injured his knee. He injured his knee. I misspoke. I got you. I misspoke. I was was, was Uh, kind of shocked. Brady, uh, Brady, I was kind of shocked last night the judgment they didn't win the Raw Tag Team titles. And I said that you would be. I told you last week they weren't going to win them. Well, you know, I'm just getting tired of it. I'm just getting tired of it. I'm ready for saving them to make it feel better. It was Sami Zayn. You, Matt. Okay, now, now you just said something very, very critical there, Matt. Did you pick up on that? He can't wait for Sami um, Zayn's heel turn. Huh. Interesting. From the mouth of babes. That's exactly <clears throat> what we're talking about. Well, you know, it's got a half a center later. He's going to be a heel before we're done, Matt. Are we sure? No, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's going to happen at Rumble. I think you know going to be something. You know what favorite color is? What? Shades of gray. Shades of gray. Well, Birdie, here's the thing. I, I just think that's what it's going to happen at Rumble. Like, he's going to do something. Like, something's going to happen where he almost calls Roman a title. Do you think he's going to show up at SmackDown? No. Roman told him to stay home until Saturday. Roman told him to do a lot of things that he hasn't done, though. No, he hasn't. And, you know, Roman I would have been no with... bitch. Uh, Brady, I really thought he was going to turn heel last night. Like, but during that segment, <laughs> I, I, I really thought that's what was going to happen. I think he's going to show up on SmackDown, and he'll be apologetic that he showed up. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. You know, I, I'm not looking forward to seeing Karrion Cross destroy Rey Mysterio. Okay. All right. What makes you think right. he's gonna he's gonna win? I, I just think that this way the way it's going. Uh, Karen Cross wins, obviously, and and I think Rey Mysterio is going to win in about ten seconds. Uh, yeah, Sol I, I feel like Cross has already been de-emphasized. Um, 
I, I think so. That match with Owens and Sola Sokoa should be interesting. Like, you know, I think Sola Sokoa gets a big win here. I, that's another one that bugs me. Uh, Howard, I'm curious what you think. So, like, Sola Sokoa, he wrestles by himself. Wouldn't that make the Usos, like, duo Sokoa? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm so bewildered about the whole Dean Ambrose, you know, John Moxley being the same person. So I'm not even covering well, that yet. I know that can't be true. I still I know. It's can't. Well, 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 y'all look go go to Wikipedia.com, type in John Moxley, you'll see it's the same person. Okay, but yeah, it says that, like, Ezekiel and Elias are the same person, and they're not, so Wikipedia so is not always right. Wikipedia is not right. always right. Yeah. Well. Like, well, the next you're going to tell me, like, like, okay, like, like, Private Party, they're the same as the Street Profits, right? It's the same guys. Mm, no, no. No. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Uh, um, All right. The 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 part towards the end of the show with the Miz, man, that was hilarious last night. Okay, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay, I'm getting yeah. stuttered twice by Kevin Owens. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> and why is that hilarious? Well, Birdie, here's the thing. If it wasn't for the the Sami Zayn uh, segment at the beginning of the show going too long, that steel cage match when it got scrapped last night. Think so? Well, it didn't get scrapped. Becky yeah. Lynch got beat up. It was cut because of time. Well, of course it was cut because of time. Becky Lynch couldn't wrestle any longer. No, I yeah. really thought that they were going to have have the match still, like, but, you know, it makes it seem like they're, like, having have an angle like she's hurt, and there's no way she can beat Bailey, but somehow wins. And and Brock Lesnar yeah. showing up at the end of the show last night and helping Gary retain, man, that made me sick, sick to my stomach. I didn't see they that just call theory. They should call Theory Baron Corbin. <laughs> to get it over. Baron Corbin Jr., yeah. No, 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 no. It should be called trash theory. Yeah, TT. Wow. How about? I don't know. Yeah, you got me there. That's a good one. <laughs> it is. I keep, you know him winning like it's that. Nice. I was like, man, I, I was it's really nice. hoping Lashley would have won last yeah. night, but no. Brock Lesnar had to cost him the match, of course. <sighs> Hmm. Anything else, man? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, it's the third anniversary of Raw. The Edge wasn't on the show, uh, and they had they advertised the Bella Twins being on the show. They wouldn't on the show either. Uh, they the, took Lita them was off. supposed to be on. Yeah, Lita was supposed to be on the show. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, like, like you know, uh, well, Edge should have been on the show because he's been 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 on a bunch of key moments of Raw. I mean. Maybe he had an yeah, injury like too. If, imagine like if Edge and Christian came out. How awesome that would have been. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if if Tony Khan would allow that. I mean, he was gonna let Billy Gunn wrestle. All you had to do was like, he had to get an AEW tattoo on his chest or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Well, I heard. So, so Birdie, as I said oh, last I week, got, I got one for you. Dustin, I I want to ask you a question. This is something that I thought of the other night. I was up all night thinking about it, and I couldn't come up with an answer. If the Jacksonville Jaguars had won the Super Bowl this year, would they send WWE? Would they send Tony Khan a WWE title? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm thinking they have to. All the champions get one. Well, Birdie, you know it's going to be Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champions. I already know. Uh, we'll see. I hope so. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna, they're gonna run through. They're gonna run through the Forty ers Paul I, I hope so, but we'll see. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough uh, game in the in the finals too if they beat them. So. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Ray, like I said last week, Ray Ripley's going to win the women's rumble, and and Cody Rhodes wins the men's match. Ray Ripley women's, Cody Rhodes men. Yeah. And then after Cody Rhodes wins it, The Rock's going to come out and eliminate Cody. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The Rock says on Instagram Live that he will not be at the. The Rock says he's not going to be at Rumble. <laughs> he's, yeah, well, he could lie, Dustin. They all lie. Well, he said with his scheduling, it's not going to work. He could be lying. Well, I'm we'll sure with the Rock's you know. money, he can afford a last-minute airplane ticket somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand, you know, like, uh, I hope Cody does win here. Like, you know, he finally gets that, that championship match that, that he's been wanting really, really bad. The Rock says, know your role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like, uh, Cody Rhodes, it would be cool to stand that champion. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, Cody Rhodes is all right, you know. Like, he, he deserves it more than anybody. Cody Rhodes out of the title? No. Um, I really hope Brian Danielson beats him there. I really do. No, I, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, well, you know, I just, I think that think he's gonna beat him. You know, you know. I don't. I don't. Well, you know, it's what it is. You know. Hopefully, it likes someone else. Uh, anything and else? No Sandman. No, no Sandman last night at at the Raw Thirty. Yeah. No Sandman. No Sandman. I'll pay Alexa win title Saturday. I had, you know, and have her hold it for a few weeks, and then have Bianca win it back. I'd be alright with that, but I don't think it's gonna happen. You never know, like you know, you never know. Uh, WWE's unpredictable. Are they though? Well, I mean, I, maybe sometimes. Well, you never know, like you know, WWE decides they want to change, know, like, they, can change they can change the title, you know, like they can have a title change, you know. Maybe Alexa Bliss could make Uncle Howdy some pancakes. That'd be great. <laughs> I like to try it. 
<laughs> Maybe she could make her some biscuits. Make him some biscuits. <laughs> love biscuits, Dustin. Like, ah, yeah, I bet you I do. You think wine and rare would have a problem with that? They're very buttery. Well, well, Bernie, I guess I'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care. All right, brother. Love you, man. Bye. <laughs> Well, it took David the gnome to chase him away, but. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, 914-338-1885. Yeah, so um, from the mouth of babes, Matt, like in all seriousness, he can't wait for Sami Zayn to turn heel. I mean, what what has Sami been for the past? That's the point. Hmm. It's like Sammy's been a bad guy for years. People want to see him turn yeah. good, not the other way around. Right. Uh. I'm just saying the line is so blurred at this point. It's like the attitude area, you know. You got heel versus heel sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like half that group is like good and half that group is bad. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Be like, I can't even think of a comparison. I, I guess there like are any the Rock and Suck connection, like the Rock was bad and Foley <laughs> was good. Was he bad know. or was he just a jerk? I got <laughs> well, you know, listen to me. Well, like, if, well, if he was a jerk, well, is he bad? But he was a good jerk. Hmm. He was a good jerk. It is confusing sometimes. Like, at what point did Seth Rollins become good? There wasn't like this he moment where he was suddenly a good guy. No, that didn't happen. Right. Yeah, there, there was no definitive it, turning point. Right. Same thing with Lashley. Like, is Lashley a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, like, he, sometimes they show the modern era. Yeah. It depends on what they need for the week. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. And will they ever, for the love of God, bring back the Hurt Business? Because they've been teasing this for two and a half years now. And I'm getting tired of watching them in the same, like, discussion. And every single week they tease it. And then every single week they don't do it. This has got to be the most drawn out, awful angle ever. Just put them the frig together again. And I like it's one of those things where I feel like people's excitement for it out outweighs anything the Hurt Business ever accomplished as a group, because right. they were basically just Lashley with his lackeys who yeah. did his bidding, and that was that was really about it. It is what it is. Yeah, but people really want to see this, and like I just get the feeling every single week that they're just teasing people at this point. Bring back the little guy. Lash wee, lash wee. Sorry, Leo Rush. <laughs> yeah. My man. I forgot, I forgot about him. Oh my god. My man. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you uh, wish we had never brought it back up? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Leo Rush. Oh. I mean, he's not wrestling anymore, right? So. Not to the best of my knowledge, no. Yeah, I I like the classic Hurt business. You know, I, I felt like they got cut short. And it was at a time where it was hard to be invested anyway because of the pandemic and how awful it was in empty arenas and stuff like that or, like, in front of, like, giant TV screens where you got to look at Harry Barnett every week. Like, I, it was stupid. So, like... Yeah, that that was ridiculous. Yeah. I would have rather they aired it and it looked like a Zoom chat with the fans, like, nine fans on the side or something. That would have been better than what they did. Um... So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the Hurt Business, we never really got to see what they could have been. Um, mm-hmm. Because as soon as they started to get over, they just ripped them apart, and that was it. It was a Vince decision. It's what was best for business, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought they should have had cardboard uh, versions of the talent from like years ago on on the audience like like old school Andrea Giant or Jimmy Super Oh Spider-Man. yeah, that'd have been cool. Kinda like they were doing <laughs> with baseball. Right? Yeah. That, that was the worst time. That was the worst time. It like literally affected like everything and you couldn't get away from it. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know, Howard. I'm uninspired. This is Royal Rumble week, and I really couldn't give a damn, as they say. Yeah, there's just no, there's no hype go like going into it. Like I don't, you know, we get the the buzz for WrestleMania and for you know Survivor Series and Summer. It just this one just seems flat. Yeah. Do you think? You know, it would. Go ahead. It would be cool if if some someone surprises we get from the Rumble this year. It'd be like the Great Muda, for example, being this is this final for Raw. That he could be one of the surprises. That would be fun. The that, would yeah. be, that would be that would actually be fun. And again, consider the source source because dirt sheets are almost never right anymore. But I was just reading <laughs> yeah. the thing saying that they really have no surprises this year. Mm. Uh. So, like, literally, it's going to be predictable. Uh, part of me was wondering the other day, like, could we – okay, like, this, I'm, I'm assuming this turn with Sami Zayn is coming soon. Do you think he'll accidentally cost Roman Reigns one of the titles against Kevin Owens? But he's fighting him for both titles, right? So you can't even do that. No, no, no I thought it was just for one title. I Which thought title I could be wrong, though. I think the, I thought the be, world title. I thought so. So it's either the Universal or the WWE. I guess the Universal is the one that Roman held longer. So maybe Zayn accidentally costs Roman the belt. No, it is for the undisputed Universal Championship. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, so, so that is no way. No. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not I mean, that happen. would be stupid. That would be stupid to build Roman up like that and then have him lose it on a random show like that. Not even like it's a big money match. 
Wouldn't it be something if everybody was expecting The Rock to show up, but instead Black Adam would appear? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ditto for Drax, even though he doesn't want to play Drax anymore. Yeah, Drax. Yes. I would love it if Drax came out. <laughs> With the raccoon and, and the and the, the, the root root. The Guardians of the, the Galaxy. The <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. You know, the whole crew. The whole crew. Oh, that's all awesome. yes. <laughs> Bring my yeah. camera out. <laughs> I would love it. Like Batista's got that new movie with M. Night Shyamalan. I would love it if that Batista character was a character in WWE. The guy, the, the big muscle guy with the suit who's talking about the end of the world. Be amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, you defend that title against me or else 100,000 people are going to die and then they show like a, like a no. plane crash you on the big screen. You can't leave WWE. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave. Yeah, for, forever. Don't forget. Right. Cut off together the Together now and forever. <laughs> right, together now and yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I wasn't kidding about Hulk Hogan. Like, when he's, he's spewing that crap in the beginning. Like, I would give anything for Hulk Hogan to take out Jimmy Hart one last time. Brother. He wouldn't even have to turn heel the way things are today. You know, he'd be a good guy for attacking Jimmy Hart. There isn't a person in the yeah, world just, who wouldn't forgive him. Or just smash him with the megaphone and be done. It would be one of the more <laughs> likable things that he's done in the last 15 years, honestly. Jimmy Hart. He's like, that's not cool, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> God. Scratch him in the ropes and start Hart? making him go be... up and down as Jimmy bounces. Would be amazing. He's got to be close to eighty, right? <laughs> yeah. Who, Hulk or Jimmy? Jimmy. Both. Yeah, Jimmy's like in his eighties. <laughs> He's seventy-nine. Really? Wow. wow. Okay. Props to him for getting out there last night. Did you guys ever see the interview I did with Jimmy through like my shoot job? <laughs> I don't think so. I'll have to send it to you guys. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you guys once more. <laughs> he's, he's been in the business 45 years. Really? And I wouldn't have guessed anywhere more than 43. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Good any more Christ. callers now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to find the uh, the Jimmy Hart interview. That was fun. I am Groot. I am Groot. Uh, <laughs> so the Royal Rumbles, uh, like literally, like there's nothing that's got me overly excited here. You no, because I mean, cause uh, we all we all kind of know how how the matches are going to end. You know, it's just. There's no excitement there. Yeah. Well, wait, so then, well, in that case, you just have to make some excitement. Like, how long do you think it will be before uh, Cody Rhodes goes back to being booed by the fans? <laughs> the second well, he, he wins the title. Without being booed. 
Oh, you know what? And then Philly, too. Yeah, they're fickle. winning that title off of Roman Reigns. They're fickle, man. No, but, like, you're right. They'll turn on him. Like, when Roman was going to get cheered, and then he got booed in the Rumble. Well, I mean... Every, look at everything he had to do in AEW to try to get cheered. It turned into just like it, it's Cody's going to come out and bleed again this week. Yeah, and, and set himself on fire, and it just reached That's the point right. where it was ridiculous. It's like yeah. mm-hmm. real. Well, I mean, it's like he's a, this is a man like, who set yeah. himself on fire rather than turn heel. That's crazy. And, 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 and all these vignettes, these self-serving vignettes, talking about how amazing he is. Yeah. This isn't 1988 yes, is, anymore. Nobody cares. Right. This is why people. You know. This is why the fans turned on him in the first place. Like, like in AEW, where like nobody was allowed to have these interest, like entrances other than him. Yeah, which was just yeah, stupid. the freaking like, entourage. Cody Vader, like yeah. 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 God, yeah. Remember early on, he would come out with like <laughs> ten people. Yeah. And, like, Kenny had an entourage, but he was bad when he was doing it. And he was leaning into <laughs> being a douche. Right. You're right. Yeah, he, like, he, Cody thought I, I, coming I, I, out with ten people made him a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's quickly, becoming, he's quickly becoming the wrestling version of Brock Purdy. He's becoming Mr. Irrelevant very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, and he... And he the, the vocabulary, like he tries to talk, like he's extremely intelligent and well read, but then he like he misuses words, like like big <laughs> yeah. words, like he actually doesn't use them in the right context. It's like, be like how are you doing, Cody? And he'll be like, magnanimous, thank you. Uh, yes, with <laughs> <laughs> <Cliff> Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> my superfluous promos are turn, catching everyone's eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like no Cody that's not Poor what that Cody. means Poor Cody <laughs> that guy needs to be in an alley dining on dining on beans you know <laughs> maybe that'll be his next vignette he'll be in a back alley somewhere around a little fire barrel eating, out, <laughs> eating some hot dogs and beans out of a little pot for what it's worth, people often ask me my favorite vignette, my favorite like vignette angle of all time, and it was when Mick. It was in. It was an old WCW one from the early '90s, where Mick Foley he got power bombed onto the concrete and he got amnesia, and he was a hobo, and like people wrestlers would go and visit him, but he didn't remember being a wrestler, and he was sitting around the fire. And it was like every week he would remember a little bit more and more about himself and what happened to him. It was amazing. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't write television like that anymore. Uh-uh. I, I thought you were going to with the, with the Glacier vignettes that they did. Oh, no, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only way... That, that's yeah. classic television right there. When, yeah. they, when they were going to introduce him. Minavon und Brockles. I always said, I, I always said, um, <laughs> when Brock Lesnar debuted, they should have given him six arms, like in Mortal Kombat. It would have been amazing. Make him Goro. Great <laughs> Goro, yeah. And honestly, that would have been the best payoff for Glacier. You tease him coming for, like, weeks, whatever, blah, 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 winter never unfreezes or whatever they were doing. 
they're showing his eye. And then, like, he comes out. If Goro came out behind him and attacked him on his first night and you never saw him again, that mm-hmm. would have been a way to debut a character right there. Oh, yeah. G- Goro. God, that would have been funny. Yeah. It would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I always said Brock should have played him. Get that. He, he's even closer now. Like, he could have, like, that long ponytail with the rest of his head shaved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right now he's playing Farmer Brock right now. That's yeah, what that's all yeah. about. Old McDonald. Uh, I was reading, I forget who it was, I was reading a story about Brock where he had heat with somebody in the office, or, or, or somebody in the office had heat with him, I should say. Brock was mad. It was Vince, I think it was Vince Russo. I, I could be wrong about that, but Vince Russo called to talk to Sable. And when Brock answered the phone, he was just like, oh, hey, Brock, can I talk to Sable? And he said, like, no, I I don't, but but apparently Brock was really mad about this. This was something that really just kind of pissed him off. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny. I would never shortchange Brock Lesnar. I mean, what did, what did he expect? Did he want him to, like, like butter him up a bit? Like, what, I guess, what was he upset about? I don't know. <laughs> I think he was Rock upset that, like, there. he basically, like... not really... Yeah. I don't see what's upsetting about that. Well, it, it came from the dirt sheet, so it might not be true. I don't know. not be true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to... I, I have a... This will be fun. So, Eric Kid 401, I believe this is John from Rhode Island. It's going to... Uh, it's been a hot minute. What's going on, John? How you doing tonight, brother? Well, so it is. Oh, it's great to hear your voice, man. You know, it's great to be back. Well, happy New Year, and you're welcome for coming back. <laughs> I didn't thank you, but yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to hear from yeah. you. Happy New Year. It's, it's got to be New Royal Year. Rumble week, right? Are you getting excited? <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting one, for sure, because we're not too sure yet with the women, but I know, for sure, this is going to be pretty interesting, because this is going to be the first one Triple H is going to be booking, because this is going to be like old school, I believe, because this is going to be new talent, we've been saying for like a decade, to say, but we're not saying any more new talent getting put over for the Rumble to head to WrestleMania for living a dream. Yeah. You know what they should do if they really want to piss people? It's funny. Uh, because I know WWE wants to piss people off a lot of times. So, like, right away my mind goes to what can they do to mess with people, Matt? Uh, what I would do, what Triple H should do, and it would be hilarious, would be have Shane McMahon win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Well, are they in anybody's hometown for the Rumble? Dan Antonio, Shawn Michaels. Then, Shawn Michaels, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The, yeah, then Shawn should come out, and Shawn should be the last person thrown out of the ring during the Royal Rumble because WWE loves to have wrestlers lose in their hometown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that, John? <laughs> that would be a big – wouldn't it be actually funny if, like, Stephanie McMahon resigned, and then she's going to be put in the Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> have it like against her will where Vince like carries her out like by the hair and like throws her in the ring 
No, that would be bad. <laughs> Maybe not that. That was a bad example. I didn't mean it for yeah. like a domestic violence. Like, for, I, I see. I, I, I need to start thinking before I say stuff. But you know, like just to have Vince McMahon throw Stephanie in there, like, no, you're gonna go fight. That's what I meant. <laughs> Yeah. Domestic violence is never funny. That isn't what I was going for. I don't want to get canceled, John. No. <laughs> uh, so who do you think is going to win the women? And the men, yeah. honestly. Who's going to win? Well, I know for sure. We're not... We don't think it's a... I don't know if it's, it's a tease or not for, for the rumors or anything with Rock. <laughs> if he's not going to show up because they've been building towards this for a while. But uh, if it's a tease, it's him. But I know for sure it's going to be Cody Rhodes. But the women, I know for sure they're going towards me. But it kind of feels like nothing was finished yet with Raquel Gonzalez. Like, it might be her, too. Yeah. It's even going to be out of the chamber and everything. We all, I know I'm, I said it last year, but she, she wasn't ready yet. But Bailey's already got her time already. Since she came back, so I, it's not going to be her. I don't need. I first of all know a lot of people are pissed off a lot, like I was, because it was in overtime for the cage match that they didn't take place with her and Becky. Right. Yeah. I, it's hard to believe it's two years ago, but is Drew McIntyre getting the screws right now? Like yeah, that's like, exactly what. Well, two years ago, we were talking about, like, should Lashley retain the title against him? And now it's like he's like an afterthought. Yeah. Like, it almost seemed like crazy to say that Lashley should beat him. Now, like, I, yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, they've both been devalued at this point, but... Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Drew being, I mean, the stuff that he does with Sheamus tends to be great because they just look like they actually beat the hell out of each other in the ring. Right, um, right. Yeah, like, it always looks fun when you're really beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I mean, Drew's pretty clearly been de-emphasized, which is a shame because I thought he was probably the best top baby face that they'd had in yeah a long time. Yeah, yeah. that's the sad part, of course, because nothing was brought back when the fans came back. That's the main thing right there. I don't understand. I don't know. For, it was supposed to be McIntyre was supposed to win the title in front of fans. And then it never happened. <laughs> and the fans have been back for two years, and it's still not happening. Well, almost nope. two years. And it's not going to happen anytime soon. Nope. 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 Not for another eight years. Moved, yeah. In fact, if he gets oh, yeah, Roman, the ball, he'll be like a Roman US is going title to be guy. champion. Roman will still be the champion in 2030. <laughs> the way things are going, yeah. Probably. I mean, he'll have gone from heel to babyface and back three or four times by then, but. Yeah. John, what do you think about that? Will Roman Reigns be the champion when you turn 50? <laughs> no. But, uh, well, well I, I don't – did you guys touch on it briefly? Because we've actually been hearing a couple of rumblings, but I can't guarantee it, too. But rumblings, I what get is it. The situation, what is the situation you think with Steve Austin we've been hearing 
I know they're not going to lean towards this because Rock's not going to make it. It's got to be a big one, but he's definitely not up there for a great match. He did good last year, but he's not going to be up there for a good match for Hollywood. I think it depends on who he's wrestling, you know? Like, I would have loved to see Austin versus, like, Cena or something like that where, like, it it doesn't really matter who wins, you know? You don't even have to have a conclusive result, but, I mean, what are you going to have Austin fight like? I don't even know who he's supposed to. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on who he's... I mean, Austin's going to have a match, right? Yeah. Well, I thought they said that they were going to... Just because Rock's not going to make it, which I predicted wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but this won't do anything that big. He's without a I doubt still think the Rock's going to make it. I still think The Rock's going to make it. I don't think he's yeah, going to win the title, but I think The Rock will be at WrestleMania. Well, what do you think? Are they going to do both belts, or do you think, like we've been hearing, one night and one the last one for the next night? Do you think they're going to do this on both nights? Um, I mean, honestly, I think they should just keep the belts together. What will they do? It probably depends on if they get The Rock. I think if they get The Rock, then they'll have Cody challenge the one night, and they'll have The Rock challenge the other night. Yeah, that's... Well, let's not forget, by the way, Brady, like, we heard rumblings towards the end of last year when it it got taken away, so they're going to probably bring back Money in the Bank like they used to, because Triple H is no longer doing the pay-per-view, so this is going to be interesting ah. to do that. Oh, yeah, Money in the Bank it. is going to be its own pay-per-view again. So that's another thing the Dirt Sheets had wrong. Yeah, well, no, no, I'm saying they're going to be back at WrestleMania. I know they're going to be doing it again. No. No, they announced it's going to be in, like, London in July. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. So that was another thing that the Dirt Sheets had wrong. Howard. I mean, that's... We're not getting the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. yeah well, so. this is going to be interesting because, like I said, wait, wait, remember Ronda Rousey back in 18? Remember this was kept private for a while? We didn't hear anything on social media that night, and then out of nowhere it was said, so this is going to be kind of more private to be know what's going to happen. This is going to be kind of like that moment, remember when she arrived? This is going to be interesting what's going to come up. I think it's going to be a setup. It's not going to happen. I'm not ready. <laughs> so anything, this might be a little tease if it's a big shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, homie. I just know it, it It doesn't have the excitement that it normally would. Nothing feels special. And I, and I got the feeling like Vince McMahon is like kind of influencing things to go the way he wants again. And that's very disappointing. Yeah. Well, it was more disappointing, I'd say. But I know for sure they were going to save quite a bit of this for Saturday, but for the Rumble. But it, it kind of was a disappointing for the 30th anniversary because we didn't get a lot of people like we were expecting. But this is going to be, like I said, probably a lot of them are going to be safe for the Rumble. Like, we didn't see yeah. Austin, of course, and Bret Hart. That were the 
one of the ones that put it on the main, on the map for 30 years. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, with the kids, not during the only big moment, of course, without a doubt, was after 20 years being gone with in front of fans was being fucking badass with Taker. Did you like that? I didn't like that. Oh, then. Well, first of all, I I don't know. I like if you're gonna do something with Bray Wyatt, he should be the old Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think I think Bray Wyatt is a dark character, so you have to kind of match that with the Undertaker persona rather than right the American badass that he that they brought out, which really didn't make any sense. No, I would have rather, and, and believe me, I'm not an American badass fan. Like, I always thought it was kind of stupid. But if you're going to do that, there are a lot of people who would have been excited about it. Save that for, like, a time when the highlight is that he's doing that. Not that they get all these other things going on and that it's lost. Well, well keep in mind, Brady, like, we know for sure he's been going on his last ride, they've been they've been showing a lot of himself since then, and then when he came to the Hall of Fame, and he's been doing all these talk shows. So this wasn't quite a big of a surprise when he finally spoke at the Hall of Fame, hearing himself. Now I shall rest in peace, and the dead man's now out. So he That's true. Back to himself. Yeah. That's true. I just don't agree with it. But you're, I mean, you're right. They did make a point of kind and retiring that character. I guess Fred Durst wins again. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, John. It's great to hear from you, though. Oh, definitely. Probably it's going to be a new year. Fun. Back to full time again. It's been a little <laughs> while. Well, now that the jerk is gone, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, by the way, you guys doing the Zoom again, by the way? I forgot what, what was going on. Before the pandemic happened, I want to bring it back. I got away from Zoom at some point, but I want to start doing it again. Um, but first, I got to find a sponsor to pay for it. But we will, because things have been growing like that. Where our numbers are like slowly going up on their own without really like it used to be where like we'd only have like really good listeners like. We'd only have a lot of listeners if we had a big interview. And now well, you can like, talk about a twist. Twist, I mean. I, I, I thought about that. I, I, yeah, but I don't know how to do that, you know? I have to, like, really look into that. But it's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. But everything, all like, the numbers and stuff are going up. And, like, it's just a matter of, like... We've already got an advertiser for the live stream. Now we just need, like, somebody to pay for the... Well, is Twitch free? I don't even know. Yeah, I go on there, but I haven't done any videos yet. But, yeah, we know you... If it works, I'll do it. I just have to look into it. If anybody's listening and knows how to do Twitch, I mean, hit me up. You know, it, it, find me on Facebook at Brady Hicks or, or send me an email, bradyhicks at gmail.com. Um, walk me through it. I'll do it. I, I'm open to it. I just, I have to actually figure out how to make it work and how to make it, like, I, I have to figure out how to make it work 
in addition to the audio stream that we're using, because I don't want that to go away, because we do need that, and we need the ability to interact with the callers, and uh, everything is set up with the stream, everything is set up with the phone number, and, and it all goes to the feed, you know? So, like, everything is synced. I don't want to mess that up. But if I can do Twitch or Zoom or something else on the side to bring back the video, yeah, like, I, I'd be all for that. That's fine. As long as it doesn't interfere with what we're doing. So. <sighs> all right, John. It was great talking to you, man. I oh, think we're getting out of here. Uh, yeah, well, definitely a welcome back, Brady. Probably going to... Forget about the past and probably be, I mean, you never know. It's a new year, so a big cheer, and there'll be no more stepping away here because it's great to be back on the air with you to hear and chat in your ear. Ah, I love you, John. We're, we're not going to act like children anymore. From now on, we're men. We're going to be just like men. Uh, well, Brady Hicks is a man who's <laughs> the real thing. He does what he can because he's always like a big song fan, and I know whatever I'm going to give him, he's going to make me say, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, brother. We'll talk soon. Okay. We'll talk again Bye-bye. soon. Have a great week. Yes. I'll keep in touch. Go back as always. Please do. I would love it. Take care, man. Take care. <laughs> All right. That's great. So I, I, I think uh, I think I'm about out of steam. Just judging by everybody around me, it, it feels like we're kind of Hit that wall, which is fine. I mean, you know, we went almost two hours tonight, so I do appreciate the time, everybody. Howard, did you have anything kind of on the way out that you wanted to mention? Or or maybe a prediction for the Rumble, if nothing else? No, I mean, I mean, I hate for it to be predictable. I just want to see somebody unpredictable win, win the Rumble. Just just to kind of, I don't want to say throw a wrench in, in a negative way, but just to maybe build some excitement between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, you know, to get that spark back. Because I think it's missing. It's This Rumble is, is just completely flat. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those early Rumbles, you would watch them, and you would have no idea who was going to win. There'd be like five, six, right. seven, eight guys that could have. Yeah. We need yeah, and, 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 and just just before we get out, just a, a quick shout-out to um, Scott Rowland for being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, he's rolling now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to talk to you as always, sir. Joe! You there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure am. <laughs> you sound as tired as I am. Uh, <laughs> what do you uh, what, what what do you got going on this week? Uh, uh, or, or any parting thoughts? I should say. Uh, any any predictions? No, great show as always. Always highlight the week. You know, uh, Thursday night WWE Retro on VHNation dot com nine PM Eastern Standard Time. We're having part two of Greatest Feuds in Wrestling. So if you got a feud you like to share, call in. It should be a good time. All right. Any predictions for the Rumble? Oh gosh, I would I would want to go with Cody for the men's, uh, Rhea Ripley for the women's, and uh, but uh, you know it's it's anybody's ball game at this point. I 
I think, honestly. Uh, they're my picks as well. If I'm looking for an oddball one, what if Sami Zayn accidentally wins the thing? Yeah, that could be a possibility. That would be insane. But I expect it's going to be Cody and Lee. Um, yeah, so it should be fun, though. Be sure to check it out. It's this Saturday. Uh, and from my end, I've been you know, promising details soon. I keep saying new details coming. Uh, ECWA Super 8 Tournament. So here's the deal. Uh, March 25th. March 25th at the Jersey Dugout. That's uh, 712 Genesee Drive in uh, in Jersey, in Marlboro, New Jersey. Uh, the Super 8 competitors have been announced. So I'm going to go through them real quick. Uh, we're looking at Studio and Dino, Ryan Mooney, Jay George, Shannon Thomas, Sam Shields, Ellis Taylor, Joey Ace, and Rick Recon. So it, it sounds like it's going to be a great showcase of some tremendous uh, independent talent. So be sure to check it out. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. Be sure to come out. I'll be there. And uh, Like I said, it's always a good time to see great tournament. More matches, more to come as well. ECWAWrestling.com. That's going to do it for tonight, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. I could never get through it without you guys. I love you all so much. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. Enjoy the Rumble. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.